How long you known him? My whole life. That's my cousin. You know, like we grew up together. Or right. I think so. I've known him since I was six or seven. You know, oh, okay. whenever he was born. Yeah. You know, there's an age gap between us. He's younger than you me. older than him? Yeah. Yeah. He was like a little brother. Oh, okay. I guess that's why they were telling him like don't hang out with him because yeah, yeah, I would do mischievous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Bunch of mischievous shit. Yeah. When you're a kid, you can get away with stuff like that. Like yeah. when I was a little little boy, I used to pretend I was a mannequin. Like I used to go yeah, I used to go in like um So you could like sexually harass women? <laughs> just scare people. Ah. I, I would, you know, stiff up and then jump out at them and it would freak them the fuck out. That that's what I did when I was a kid. I thought, or, or I would hide underneath the um, the clothes. You know how they have like those big circles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd get in there, in between, and then I'd jump out and scare people when they were like searching for clothes. Wait for an unsuspecting victim. Yeah, that's that's what I did. That that's how I uh, you know spent time when my mom was shopping. <laughs> Got to kill time somehow, right? Yeah, that and um, I I figured out the hustle where I, I would I would say I was lost. Yeah, you say you're lost, so you get candy. <laughs> so I, I would, yeah, dude. I've been like this since I was a little kid. So I would I would leave my mom's and find the guard and be like, I'm lost. Can you I have a Snickers? Yeah, can I get a lollipop and a Kit Kat. <laughs> And then when you go back there the, to keep you safe, they have you sit there. And what they got yeah. on? TV. So I'm just sitting there eating candy, watching TV. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, he's just doing his own thing. He's always fucking doing shit, man. So such is life. Now I'm back. Now I'm back, though. Now I'm I'm, back I, I just moved back up to the Northeast. Now I'm back up here. So nice. Where were you? I was in Miami for like 15 years. Oh, tight. Yeah. Yeah. So that the, the nightlife scene is heavy over there. So I got plugged in with that. Yeah. So, you, um. So fuck it. Let's just get started. Uh, it's the rapper and the DJ. Yeah. I'm the DJ. DJ like asleep. I am the motherfucking Red Baron. We are here with episode what four, uh, four, five, six, or something like that. Knows? Yeah. Who knows? I don't really know. What's good. We'll figure all that out later. I remember y'all, y'all were y'all were promoting something, and Serge was helping you with the design, right? Yeah, Serge. So shout out to Serge and everybody at Fresh Press and La Familia, yeah. and everybody that's like affiliated with them. He, he's done all the artwork. So all the artwork that you see for our singles and soon, well, mine particularly. We're done by him. I come up with a concept or an idea. I give it to him, and then he fucking makes it pop. Yeah, we're working face, on the math. My, so, uh, right? my face melting was done by uh, McKinley Illustrations. Yeah, there you go. So yeah. someone, an artist drew it, and then, you know, I just told Ripped him the it. idea of what I wanted, and he fucking made that shit happen. I remember the face melting. I remember that. Uh, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's just crazy. We walk around town with that shit. People be looking at us all weird. With the mask? Yep. <laughs> some, lady, some old lady told me I had a nice smile when I was wearing one of those. What is it again? It's like it's like the the face that's melting, though, right? Like yeah, yeah. yeah. 
I don't know if she wanted the dick or she was just being sarcastic or what. She might have wanted it. I mean, people oh. in quarantine, they're not getting it. You know, if you, <laughs> yeah. you ain't got somebody on lock. Yeah, right? Anything's fair game. Yo, down in Miami, we know this kid named Stitches, right? He's like, wait, older. the like, I love cocaine dude? Yeah, yeah. With the face he tats and shit? Yeah, yeah. You know Stitches? Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. But he rolls up in the shop every now and again getting masks and shirts and fucking jackets made. And I went to go then I was working at the shop. I was working there like hands on and like in the in the in the shop. Yeah. So he was like, yo, I need you to deliver this to stitches. So I pulled up on him, not knowing that he was gonna be there. And then he was there with the whole fucking stitches in his face. And I was like, oh shit. He tur- he turns out to be a real stand-up guy, dog. You know, he's he's humble. They, they don't want to hear that. Who would have thought? I mean, pe- people like that, they're like, oh, they're a nice guy. They're like, no, I'm not. Don't fucking tell people. <laughs> dare tell people that. They do anything they can to avoid the nice guy label? Yeah, just nah, chip I wouldn't go as far as calling the street. nice. He was just like, <laughs> you just that guy. <laughs> he was like, yeah. yeah, but it was straight, though. He's got a crazy fucking image that he's got to uphold, that's for sure. Motherfucking yeah. DJ Ice Cold. So, yeah, you know, yeah. What, uh, what do you go by now? Because you changed your name a couple times. I go by um, Isaac Ice Cold. Ice Cold. It's the same shit. I, I changed it. Yeah, I did change it just from Ice Cold to Isaac Ice Cold because too many people in Miami were knowing me as a hip-hop DJ. Yeah. So, the, like, I didn't care, but it was more of like a... Rebranding? Like other other people when he, other people wanted it to, to change, so I, I just wrote that way. Okay, like Sergio okay. and like his his guys that he fucks with wanted it to change before we started fucking with this other club. Because so, they didn't want the hip hop rap. So yeah, I mean, you was heavy in the Miami scene in about like what oh six to like twenty twelve. How many years was it you was down there? Mm. So for people that don't know, Ice Cold is a DJ who's been doing it since we was kids. Got the opportunity to like DJ at Cameo, uh, and, and not just like one time, he was like a house resident DJ at yeah. Cameo Space, and there was another one, right? Dream, Dream, and it was at the strip club, wasn't there a time he was like a resident at a strip club too? Yeah, up until recently, I was doing strip clubs before I came over here. I was in the strip club game before the you ever meet Cardi B? Uh, nah, nah, yeah. I met I met T Pain though. T-Pain was heavy. That's on the pretty tight. Yeah. He, knew, he knew that that first Cardi B, Ratchet Bitch, whose career never popped. But oh, everyone, yeah. What's up, oh. She, had the she was, like, outing team. all the people. She was, like, airing out everybody's laundry. Yeah. So-and-so got a little dick. This motherfucker likes butt play. Cat sex. There you go. That yeah. bitch. She, was, she, she did music? I thought she was kind of like a whore. <laughs> <laughs> No offense or anything, but a little bit of both. Oh, okay. She was, she was just trying to like get a winning ticket. Uh, yeah, a lot of a lot of the chicks were doing that come up scheme, but it, it didn't really work. You know. No. Uh-uh. So yeah, are y'all like, y'all, um, y'all are related, right? Yeah, I mean through marriage, but through marriage, basically, fucking, we look at it as blood. Yeah, that's how it is, like in the Spanish community. Because I, 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 I <laughs> the Latinx community, yeah, stop yeah. that. I'm mad that <laughs> that needs to stop. We never, approved, we the... never approved it. <laughs> it just started going. Like white people think that, like, oh, this is what you got to call them, and 
if we're going to be called that, it should be Latin X. Okay. <laughs> Right? Nah, no, man. I got and, you know, one just Latino. That's it. Nah, homie. There's already a word for Latinx. I never heard that up here. Asputo. Asputo. <laughs> Every time you know what I've been getting because you know I live in Manchester. There's a lot of white what? people here. I'm gonna lie. Oh yeah, tons. And um, yeah. And what I've been getting a lot is like, oh, you Spanish? Oh yeah, I took Spanish in high school. That's oh, what like no. five people told me like already. I was like, what the fuck? Oh no! Yeah, everyone likes to hit you with whatever little Spanish they know. Yeah, but Just... it's different from Jersey over there. Jersey is like a lot of Latinos, and they don't really take. Oh it yeah, there's right. there's places where they strictly just talk Spanish. Yeah. yeah, remember when I DJ I DJed in that and that uh spent that Portuguese spot up in Jersey. You and we linked up. Oh, that yeah. was live. Yo, this motherfucker almost started a riot in Jersey. Um, Shit. do a live right. So he was DJing at what was the name of the club? Uh, I'll let you know right now, but it was a Portuguese hood in, it's in, in Jersey. Elizabeth, right? Yeah, it was, yeah, yeah, and it, it's it's pretty big, like, um. All the dudes from Hot 97 and 1051 go over there like every weekend. Oh, where? And so he was there for like to bring Miami to, to <laughs> Jersey. Okay. So he was DJing because I've, I've heard him DJing in Miami. I've even DJed when he's like takes a piss. It's my fucking. No, he threw me on the scene. He was like, yo, you on? I'm like, huh? Uh-huh. And I did then that? Oh, man. Dips. Okay. <laughs> he just on the turntables. I was like, oh, shit. And I just see the crowd, and I'm like, oh, fuck. And then, yo, when you're DJing and you see that time clock where, like, you got X amount of seconds, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm just going through. I find something, put it on. It keeps it moving. But good, good. he DJed in Jersey the same way he DJs down in Miami. And, yo, people almost started fighting. <laughs> He got him so fucking amped. Was he putting <laughs> MOP on and shit? Nah, at the time, I don't remember. It was a lot of shit. It might have ah. been, been Chief Keith, but I remember the, the one song was the I'm in Pooh, I'm in Mars, that um, future shit. Yeah. In Jersey? At the same damn time. At the same time. Motherfuckers yeah. went stupid when he put that on. <laughs> I played that. I played that in Jersey? Mm-hmm. Oh, I remember shit. I, remember I kept... I kept saying it the whole day. At the same damn time. Yeah, anytime I could say, I'd be like, at the same damn time. <laughs> <laughs> and, so you can tell how, how old this shit was. This was like close to five years ago. Yeah. Yeah, this was a minute. And um, the manager came up to him and was like, no, no, no. Well, it's Portuguese, right? So you'd probably be like, excuse me, you know, whatever. Is that, the fuck is that drunk Spanish? Portuguese? <laughs> yeah, Portuguese is drunk Spanish. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so my mom's had a friend that spoke Portuguese, and I thought she just didn't know how to speak Spanish. We had a, na- a Portuguese neighbor who would get drunk and go in the basement and play drums at like midnight, and then we would like we'd be like, "Yo, shut the fuck up!" and he would like yell incoherent oh, Portuguese Portuguese. Yeah, shit like that, and he was just like incoherent. Shouts out to all the Portuguese people out there. <laughs> the language is fucked. So like, when you was DJing in Miami, what's like, one, or any of those spots, what was like one of the craziest stories that you I, I was just thinking that, like, I, you know what, like, 
it could be because everything that was going on at the time, it was a while ago, you know, I was, I don't really remember like the, the songs I played, but I do remember the moments. Like I remember that night uh, we went to the Portuguese hood. I remember like the moment when we walked in, I was like, Oh shit. And then you had this face like, Whoa, what are you going to do? And I remember I gave you a bottle. Like, I was like, here, bro. Like, oh, this, this, they gave this to me. I got to get to work here. And then, and then Los was like, oh, shit. So it was like an oh, shit moment. Like, that's what I remember. I was like, oh. In Miami, what's the craziest shit I've, I've played, you said? Yeah, what's like, no, like, what's like the, one of the craziest things, the memories that you have from over there? Mm. A um, funny, a public dick suck, you know, anything, really. Oh, damn. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a spot like it was my first residency back when, like around oh ten, around two thousand ten, um, called Ninety Degrees, where they gave me like a little room. It was like a small little closet room, but we turned into a DJ booth, yeah. and it had a big open window that would you would look at the big the room, like the real dancing room. And there, yeah. they even had a lock for the door, so like we had like full control over who was in and out who was in and who was out so like th- those were like the dopest moments you know being like a 22 year old kid you're gonna have girls up in there i remember there's this one time where I, my boys uh los you remember the breeze remember jose that kid it sounds real familiar he was like my my my, my mic my my mc you know oh yeah, I mean? yeah 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 like, because there was a time where he didn't know how to talk on the mic Mm-hmm. And then he he just had some other dude with him, and then he was like, you know, this is this isn't gonna work. I gotta fucking you know, no diss to him, but like kick him to the curb in a sense, you know, where you know it's because it's about you. They're not putting your name in his name. Yeah, but we did. We ended up rocking together like that. He got better on the mic. I think. I think the pressure got to him, and he just had to get better. So he was the one controlling the door of this closet, and then he brought in this big fucking six five foot girl. And he was like, here, this one's yours. And her ass was literally, like, <laughs> on my neck. like, Jesus And I had to, like, stand on the fucking DJ crate, like one of those DJ fucking uh, air flight cases. And I I danced with her like that, but I had to, like, fucking pump my chest <laughs> up. And then everybody was like, look at this motherfucker out here living his best life. That's what I'm told. <laughs> yeah, Breezy always brings that shit up to me one time. It was, like, one of the funniest shit. And also, like, we would throw in after hour parties there. Like people like we never like they never left. Miami, you don't have to you don't have to leave until like it's like six, seven a.m. So like I remember we was playing like some dirty, dirty shit, like some like two live crew and shit. Pretty nah, like slow, like pretty Ricky, R. Kelly. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, like shit like that. And then girls were so fucking fucked up. Everybody was so fucked up beyond their minds that they started crawling on the floor. Like they were humping the floor, crawling on the nasty ass floor that was just finished. Oh no. It was nasty. And then and then me and Breezy looked at each other. When when you know you orchestrated that, when you're like, yo, the songs I played made that happen, that's just the fucking (laughs) That's that's what like I was talking about those moments. That's what come that's what comes to mind where where me and Breezy look at each other like, holy shit, like that's crazy. Motherfuckers out here. Wrecking their lives. <laughs> Seriously, like, I remember when I when I went out there with him one time, 
Tell I, me a story about that. I remember I remember you came out there a few times, but I'm trying to remember a really good story. The good today. story that I remember was we had a great time at the, uh, you know, DJing at, at like Space, I think, or maybe even Cameo. I think we might have even, I think we DJed and then we like club hopped. This is in mm. Miami? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I, I got blurred like memory, deleted scenes, deleted scenes where it's like mm-hmm. we're at a pizza shop. <laughs> time travel <laughs> now we're at yeah, like yeah, yeah. uh outdoor um dominican spot or cuban yeah yeah we're eating fast again forward to whatever's next fast forward him and his brother are arguing at the gas station oh yeah throwing water bottles at each other <laughs> fast forward i wake up in the middle of a parking lot in his car i was like what the fuck happened last night? He was like, I was like, why are we in a parking lot? He was like, oh, yo, this is when we were single. So he was just like, yo, um, I was, I was supposed to get some girl over here and her friend wanted to smash because you was with me. <laughs> I was like, what? He was like, yeah, she saw you up there DJing with me, so she was game. <laughs> I was like, this is fucking my... you got way too fucked up and couldn't do anything. Yeah, we both... Well, they did too, because they fucking passed out wherever they were. We passed out where we were. Yeah, no. That sounds about right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that shit was crazy. Did, yeah, you, have, nah. did you have a DJ at uh, Live? Nah. Nah, nah. Are that there any nightclubs still popping, or is it like everything shut down? Everything shut down when I left. I left about two, two and a half weeks ago. Everything was shut down. Just recently, they started to 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 have people, you know, abide by the club rules and not the state's law. So they're, they're opening up again. Hmm? Okay. So what would be like the club rules? Uh, you would have to like, you know, it's like a fifty percent capacity. You have oh, to keep your mask on. Oh, um. Uh, honestly, I really don't know exactly how high they're ho- they're upholding their law, the rules. Yeah, I mean, I'm, yeah, just, like, yeah. I'm just finding out through through Instagram right now. So but I wasn't gonna wait around and figure and wait and wait that shit out. Though. I came up yeah. here, got me a job up here, and then right now I'm restarting to get into my to my DJ mode right now. So wait, they oh, yeah. open clubs back up down there? Not clubs, bars and restaurants. Oh, like but there up. is dancing at those places. Yeah, yeah. And Amongst I just saw my boy who 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 DJs at the Hard Rock Hotel, the one that's shaped shaped like a like a guitar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's that's a nightclub. Like that yeah. is that the real that's a nightclub. Yeah, so like I saw that they're opening up uh this Saturday. So Oh wow. Oh shit. Yeah. It's slowly but surely coming back. Yeah, sure. I've been seeing um, certain venues have been like letting headlining bands like do sets there and live stream them and like have people pay to watch it. Oh yeah, like bands yeah. and shit. Yeah. Uh oh. You there? I think we lost his video. What the fuck did I do? Y'all see me? Yeah, now we see you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So wait. How about now? Um, yeah. Another another real interesting thing that you did when you was down there was maybe you could like explain it. You went to Bahrain for like a few months, right? Yeah, I was though. So wait, what happened? Were you DJing? This is what I imagine that you were DJing <clears throat> in space and some Arab guy was like, 
And then he goes and tells his man, yo, buy him. And then they blew up the buy. <laughs> I want him in my house. Bring okay. him home. King of the moon, the motherfucker. <laughs> he got his own money. And when I tell you he got his own money, he got his own money. <laughs> so what happened? How that how that happened? Uh, I got to give that one up to DJ Rico Sanchez from Atlanta. Uh, I linked up with him uh, just throughout the hustle. I, I drove up to Orlando. He was DJing in Orlando. I flew to Atlanta. We linked up a few times. And we just stayed in communication. Like, you know, DJs do. You know, that's part of the job. You know, Los. Yeah, just yeah. stay in communication like we're doing now, you know, however we can. And I just stayed in contact with him. And then one day he just hit me on my WhatsApp and he was like, yo, would you be interested in doing uh, two months to three months in the kingdom of Bahrain? Um, it's a good opportunity money wise. And we just worked out all the kinks. So I think, you know, you'd be good for that. And I was Where like, oh, that? shit, yeah. The kingdom of Bahrain is next to Dubai. It's like right in the middle between Qatar and Dubai. It's like the only three places in the Middle East that they allow alcohol, like allow oh, alcohol wow. consumption. Okay. You can buy it there on the regular. But still no Everyone, weed or anything else, right? Yeah, you can even you could get thrown in the jail for even mentioning weed in, oh, in the oh, kingdom. Oh, yeah, no, I know. Wow. Yeah, it's crazy. I'm and it's a kingdom. So like, <laughs> I said, I'm definitely never going there then. Yeah, uh, you know what's funny is like now that I say it, I actually got thrown out of Carnival Cruise Lines for mentioning weed. <laughs> 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 on the mic, I was on the mic saying some stupid shit, or oh. I was I was with a guest. That's another story. So that's so I that's know. how you fucking fumbled the bag. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, well, I fucked up that bag just for a little while. So, so he was on the mic, just like, but you smoking weed right now. <laughs> <laughs> Throw that shit in the air. Let me know where you at. Spark <laughs> yeah. one up after I get off. Nah, nah. It's a funny story. I remember that one very, very vividly. I'll tell you about that one. But the Kingdom of Bahrain was dope. That was up to that was you know the workings of uh, DJ Rico Sanchez, Jonathan Maverick, and then they ended up like signing me to like their their DJ uh, booking agency, and then. No, I forgot what happened. I don't know. We didn't do anything else. So you else see, like, that. any palaces and all, like, crazy shit? Yeah. I, I live right next to a palace. Uh, it was it was dope, though. I remember one time we were DJing. I was DJing every night. I was the resident of the biggest nightclub there. Everything else was, like, you know, restaurants, turning Like, how clubs. many people? Like, what was, like, a popping night? Like, 300 people. Oh, tight. 400 people, yeah. Three to 400. Yeah. Were um, they masked up? Were they masked up? Like... No. <laughs> <laughs> Only the ladies. <laughs> no, no. Well, when I went to the mall, yeah, you would see masked women and men and, and gotten like that white apparel. Like burgers and shit. Uh, yeah, with the red the red shit on the heads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was crazy. It's a it's a beautiful city though, man. I don't like it's just like another little Dubai. Like the the the, the, the buildings are like so like in the future when it comes down to like the architecture. Oh yeah. They're on a whole nother level over there. They have like, like, they're way ahead of Japan. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like Japan's another city I want to go to just for that. Just for saying, I want to go. I've been to Japan, you know, 
See, that's that's like, like watching people sleep in those like pod motels or whatever always gave me like claustrophobia. Pod motels? Yeah. What's that? It's basically like a tiny ass pod that you sleep in, like some spaceship. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah you never I'll seen it. One thing about the and you can get it for like you can get it for like ten dollars a night. Like a hostel. Kinda. Oh shit. I don't know about Let's see that. See if I can pull it up. Yeah, it should look crazy. In Japan or in the Middle East? Uh, J- China and Japan, I believe. Oh shit! So, so yeah, okay. the 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 King of Bahrain was dope. There was one time, one night where uh, the the Kingsmen, one of the Kingsmen, showed up. Yeah, and we had to have like an emergency little meeting, mm-hmm. and then we just had to like, like. Tell the DJ, tell the whoever's there, do not film, do not even mention he's there. We're not even gonna show you what he looks like, but oh, shit. You know, just know that he's coming and it was night. So like that. Damn. There's a lot of um a lot of female model DJs. That's that's the thing that they like to do. They like to turn models into DJs. Really? Yeah. Mm. Well, I mean, like we do whole, that here. Like we that whole Paris Hilton stars. thing? That's like an international vibe. They do that over For the there. attraction, or are they any good? Some were really good. Some were just there for the attraction, and some were really, really good. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm still tight with them, like on Instagram and shit like that. We still stay in contact. That's dope. Some of them is cool. But, um... Any yeah, celebrities or anything coming there while you were DJing? Sean Paul performed. Um, who else? Uh, Did he give you the light? <laughs> yes. Yes. He was dope. They they show him a lot of love. They show a lot of love to like American shit over there. Like they they drive Jeeps. They drive Dodges. They they drive wow. Harleys over there. They like American music, American uh, culture. Oh wow! So, so like. When it came down to celebrities, you would see like a lot of like DJ Clue was there. DJ like, wow. Um, DJ Epps from Miami, he's there. Yeah, yeah no. so it was a really dope vibe, man. I uh, I I would I would go back to be real with you. There's, no, there's nothing wrong with that situation. And you said you spent like three months there. Yeah, there it is. There's the fucking the pod hotels. <laughs> That shit bugs me the fuck out. <laughs> That's like uh, Carnival Cruise Line fucking... Turn sideways. This shit That's look like... Funny. Yo, this shit look like you a pet. Yeah, it's, it's like a kennel, bro. It's, yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's crazy. Oh it's, my like, God. it's like where your owner puts you when they want to go on vacation. Yeah. Crazy. I kind of lived in something like that for like. I look like I'm living in one now. It looked like a fucking geisha. (laughs) I was gonna say there's definitely a uh, uh, an Eastern vibe going on over there. (laughs) Some shit. Um. (laughs) So wait, Carnival. You you gotta have like a crazy ass story when you're over there, no? Yeah. Cruise lines are bullshit, right? Right now they're bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody been popping on one right now for a long time. Fair enough. But um, it was dope, man. Like it would, it was different from Miami because, like, I would have to be told—not told, but I would have to play to a certain genre. 
Yeah. So like you you know you gotta adapt a bit. What so like but, top forty? Yeah, like like wedding shit. Like you know. Yeah. When we're playing for the for the, for the families, you gotta play uptown funk and then, but you get yeah. creative with it. Like I was playing like uh, rappers delight. You know what I mean? Yeah. Throw on, throw on some like Mm. Yeah, it was a lot of like like um scripted, you know what I mean? Like yeah. like okay, we're gonna play 80s tonight, we're gonna play Latin tonight. So like you gotta be a very versatile DJ to be on there. But yeah. then when in the nightclub, it's it's all you. It's like go ahead, you know, read the crowd yeah. and and hold them there. And yeah. that's how I got that's how I got uh that's how I got fired. Oh no. Cause like I was still in my Miami vibe and I met it was a dope. It was a dope. It was a dope story, man. I, it was a Super Bowl cruise, and I was on the West Coast. I was in Long Beach, and okay. they said it was probably a rumor, but they said that like the whole cruise line, cruise ship, got um, got bought out. All the tickets got bought out by by a, a travel agency in in Compton. <clears throat> okay. So like that whole. That whole Super Bowl weekend we were cruising was straight hood, straight hip hop. Like NWA and shit the whole time, right? Everything. Oh, dog. Yeah. I remember I played like Tupac Biggie freestyle, the one on the Funk Master Flex tape, and they they fucking rapped that shit word for word. <laughs> it was a dope, dope. Like I loved it because it was a fresh breath of fresh air to what I was used to playing. Yeah. So I had a, I had an assistant DJ. He was like from like Ukraine or some shit, Romania. And he oh. didn't really get it. So I told him, like, yo, take the night off. I'm going to hold down the rest of the night. Yeah. And then I met a DJ there from Cali. He was like, yo, you dope as fuck. He brings me a bottle of champagne. I was like, thank you, bro. Thank you. Let me in the booth. I'm like, nah, I can't do it, man. I can't do it. Sorry. And he goes, all right. The night after that, yo, you dope as fuck. Here's another bottle. Like, oh, shit, okay. And then I kind of, like, warmed up to him. I think he was, he was a really dope, dope, like, he was like a friend. We became friends. And yeah. I was like, you know what? Come on in. Come on in. It was the last night of the cruise. Come on. And then shit just hell broke loose. Like we had girls dancing on the fucking table. Like we were like pouring champagne everywhere. And then he was like, Yo, we're shooting a rap video. Yeah, yeah. Like it just (laughs) got loose. It got loose. And then um and then he was like, Yo, I'm a DJ, let me rock with you. Let me get on the mic. Let me show you how Cali do. And I was like, fuck it, let's roll. And he was showing me how, how California do. They, they, the way they toast the records, they kind of sing along with it. Oh, they're like, going to get it right here. We're going to get it right here. <laughs> like, oh, man, I wish I could, like, replay you that. Mark-ass busters. Yeah, all you mark-ass <laughs> busters go to the back. Nah, nah. It wasn't even in lack. If it was... <laughs> go, go way back. If it was like that, I'd probably be like, nah, that's it, bro. We don't want that shit. Yeah, he, was like, down, bro. Like, he was like some party vibe to, to party okay. shit. Okay. And then um, he said it. Like, I remember we, we echoed out. And then it was after Dr. Dre next episode. And he said, yo, we on our way to Mexico. It's legal to smoke weed. We on our way to Jamaica. It's legal to smoke weed. So everybody, if you like, sign up. Like, sign up right now. Oh, no. Oh, Nate, dog. Smoke weed every day. And oh. then everybody lit up, and it should be t- became a fucking cloud in there. Oh, shit. Oh. So, like, after that, 
supposedly there was like a like a fire marshal that was there and he said that the dj said this and then i got fired the next oh day. no because wow. guilty by association yeah that was my story man that's my fuck. story i'm sticking to it people don't believe me but that's my that's fuck the fire marshal that's what really happened yeah, fire marshal come on <laughs> <laughs> It was a dope. It was a dope vibe, man. They brought me back after that. Like I didn't, I didn't stay away. I came back and did another wow. couple of years. That's dope. Yeah, no. that's cool. So let's see. We checked Carnival, Bahrain, because you literally are internationally known. He always says that DJ is cold, internationally known. And I think you might have been saying that before, Mister Three Hundred Five. I think you were um, saying Mr. that. Mr. Worldwide, maybe that's why. Cha- didn't he say internationally known for a while? I could have swore he said that. But I'm internationally known. Probably. He probably, probably. Was that, probably was that space or cameo and heard you say that shit and was like, that sounds real cool. I'm going to use that. He did come to one of my clubs back in the day. This is before he was like a fucking superstar. Yeah. He, was, I think he, oh, he dropped shit. Welcome to Miami, which was the, the remix to Welcome to Atlanta, ATL. Welcome yeah. to Atlanta. And he yeah. did walk into Miami. And then uh, he, he came by and I was DJing and then we played Blanco. It was his record that he had on the on the Fast and the Furious Part 2 soundtrack. It was him oh, and Pharrell. Wow. Goes and, all the way back. Yeah, it was a while. You could tell like it was a long time ago. So we played his record, he showed love, and I think he took some pictures with Sergio and shit, but that was it. Damn. Blanco. And then stole your shit. Yeah. And he so, heard that. He was like, yeah, run that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I'm, I'm excited to bring this shit up here, dog. You tell me what I got to do. I'm, I'm going to go to Jersey and check my boy DJ Allen V out. He's still doing this thing even after the COVID. Um, I'm going to check. Lows, whatever, whenever you got something going on. I mean, I'm mostly, I'm mostly like a wedding DJ now, predominantly. Mm-hmm. You toned it down a little bit. What's up? I said you toned, down, you toned it down a little bit. I mean, I would love to get back in the club scene. I mean, I just don't have the plug to get in there. Because I'm sure as soon as I'm in there, they're going to want me there. What about DJ Reese? Reese is doing the same wave. Reese is so Reese is another DJ that we know that Ice Cold met in Carnival. And he he's you know, shout out to the homie Reese. How long you been with Carnival? Years. Like over like about six years. Oh shit. But he was 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 from Jersey. And I was like, oh shit, they put you on my wing, though. But he didn't like he didn't like Carnival. He was like, fuck this, I'm out. But before he left, I I introduced I I got him in touch with with, uh, Carlos with Lowe's. Yeah, so like, I, I met him and I, I DJed a couple times at um, B Bar. I think yeah. it's like B Bar Grill or something like that. It's a, it's downtown the city. Oh yeah. Was it popping? Yeah, but the thing nice. is, I'm so far away. I think that they just went with the other dude that I put them onto because he's literally down the street. Like he's like around. Where was it at though? What part of town? It's like mid or down. I don't even. I don't even fucking know. Like somebody's probably like, it's not where it's at. Yeah. <laughs> where, where? Jersey or New York? Or, no, it's uh, in New York. Okay, um, okay. Blue Bar Grill. It's actually pretty good. Um, okay, okay. He so still hasn't gotten a new phone yet. Fucking Reese. 
40 East. Is that that's downtown already, right? I have no idea. Yo, what's up with what's up with Reese's phone? Way downtown, Fourth Street. Oh, the homie Reese need to get a new phone, bro. (laughs) Yo, dude, my G. His videos when he's posting them, them shits look like they was made in 03 or 04. On a razor cell phone? Yeah. he need, he, I don't know if he needs to wipe the 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 um the you know the lens or just need a new phone. Probably, yeah. probably new phone gang. It's not a good look. Like I, nobody I did, got nobody got the heart to tell him. Like <laughs> I want to tell him. I mean, I guess I just did. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> you just did <laughs> in front of who knows how many people they're gonna see. Yeah, in front of all of our listeners and viewers. Yeah. Oh uh, fuck. I think but, we still got audio. I think we still got. We still got audio. His phone's going in and out. He's got the hood yeah, Wi-Fi. So you you in you in the Upper East Coast now with the hood Wi-Fi. You in New Hampshire, right? I got you right now, dude. You it, know I don't even have Wi-Fi right now. I'm paying oh, for this interview. Oh shit! Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I'm going on to my place. Just me and my lady here. We sitting on milk crates. And we eat fucking three dollar chickens, dude. <laughs> hey, you get chickens for three dollars? Yeah, Yo, at right here. Stop the shop. Damn, at Hannaford, though. We over here just pulled up with the mashed potatoes and chicken. Okay, Hannaford's. I respect it. Yeah, but wait, yo, I got this studio. Once I got it set up, yo, uh, y'all invited to come on and check it out. Once you got everything oh, damn, set up. You sh- Man, well, when, once it's set up, once it's set up, because it's looking, it's looking like a meme right now. Like, one of them, like I'm in the studio. <laughs> it needs one of those like toy pianos. Yeah, we gotta set the shit up right. But yeah, yeah. All right, so you, so you've been through many. Uh, you, you know, you've been through the club scene. You've done the hip hop shit. So. I'm sure you've seen a lot of yeah exactly like that. Um, I'm sure you've uh, you've seen a lot of DJs. What would be like your top five favorite DJs? Mm. Personally, all right. Um, Camilo was dope. Can be any any genre, any you know whatever. Camilo's dope. He's very humble and okay. to to like to go with his skill level and like where he's what he's been doing. It was dope. Um, I would say, that's a question I don't even ask myself enough. Camilo's dope. DJ AM. Oh, we got to ask you the hard hitting questions. That's why we are Yeah, AM is dope, but I don't really know him. Like, I I don't know AM. Like, he passed before ever, like, we ever crossed paths. Yeah, but he's still like an influence. I didn't even know about him until you put me on to him. Or y'all okay, yeah, then it's like that. Right, then, yeah, AM for sure. Like, I, I have a good time watching his videos and re- reading about him and knowing his story. That's just like a ill story that could happen to a lot of people that just get a taste of fame. You know, he had a fucked up personal life. Um, I would say, yo, my mind right now, oh, Rodimus, DJ Rodimus, he's like my mentor. He he taught me like how to fucking throw down records and like drop them. Shout out to Epps is uh he's 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 liked up here. He's known up here in New York. Do they now yeah. do they so far do they make their own music or they kind of just spin other people's stuff? Uh Epps does. He's still like yo, shout out to DJ Epps. Um you know, hold on, let me record. Ah, fuck it. Yo, so shout out to DJ Epps though, because even throughout this whole COVID, he didn't do what I did. Like he didn't just like say, All right, I'm gonna go get this check. 
and I'll, I'll, I'll come back when the, when when shit is gravy again. Nah, he's still doing his thing. He just took it to Instagram. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he's not like doing live shit, playing fucking Outcast and like Ti. He's out there dropping like breaking records because he knows that like if you if you play like the shits on the radio, you ain't really going nowhere with your Instagram. You got to be authentic. Yeah. So he chose a lane where he's forced him to be authentic, and that's what he does. Like that's his niche. He's just authentic. He just that's him. And breaking breaking records is what he done before COVID, and now he, that's what he's just doing now because like. You, you can't rock a crowd now on the Instagram live like no, that. He like, finds like all the the smaller records that are really dope and tries to like put them on bigger. Nah, like he he like what he he sub, like artists submit their music like yeah. people who are still rapping and yeah. and he plays it. You know I me mean? for a price or maybe not for a price, but like that's kind of kind of what I was kind of what I was getting at. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, he he breaks records. Yeah, and more than ever now, you know what I mean? Like now, he was just like, "Yo, now, now's the time to cash in on that." Yeah. So, like, props to him for doing that shit. I think about that almost every day, like, because a lot of DJs kind of just sit and wait on their on their fucking hands for something to happen, or some people, like I, like I did, I just went to get a get a job. You know what I mean? Yeah. But but you he, used he to do that with Like I remember that you used to do that yourself when you were DJing in Miami. You would play records of like up and coming artists or somewhat known artists or even nobodies yeah. like they'll come up to him yeah, with yeah. a cd or a flash drive he'll plug it in real quick play it he'll give it like a quick 10 15 30 second listen like does this fit is this cool all right and then he'll throw <laughs> it in That's which dope. is like a is a big risk yeah, especially especially so you got to have a good ear for that yeah um so I give you a lot Depending of credit. Yeah, Most of it, yeah, for sure. Back that up. Most of it happens like in strip clubs because that's where like the yeah. artists go and they want their music played. And yeah. But yo, for like three years, two years, I did Beats on Eleventh Street, and I don't know if Los, if you was visiting around that time. Mm-hmm. Beats on Eleventh Street was like the beginning of good life of my company and all that. We 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 like we created a system where we booked 10 artists every Wednesday and we would tell them, yo, you would perform on this stage, which we would provide for you. You know, we made the deal with the nightclub. We're the ones supplying all the sound and production. Just bring 10 people. Here's a free flyer. So oh, like a bringer it. show. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. So like here, you know, if you don't bring 10 people, you don't get to perform just to like create pressure. Yeah. But, we would charge their people's 10 bucks a pop, which is really nothing to see your people's, you know, get on yeah. a dope stage. Like, it was a dope stage. We did a rooftop party for months and then we did oh, like dope. an actual live music venue. Dope. Los, you, you've been there. You were, you were a 90. I remember seeing you there. Like that stage was big. You could fit like a band on there. So, oh. so we did that shit for two years and and yeah, so like that's kind of like where I come from, like breaking records, you know, um, shaking hands with the artists, you know what I mean? And and we've always gone back to that. Like we still got people who still rap or or still remember us from those from those days, you know what I mean? What's the yeah. biggest record you ever broke? Uh, DJ Khaled, all you, all I do is win. Cause T Pain, oh, here's another story. I was DJing uh, Encore Nightclub. Which, the Encore Strip Club, which is like a gentleman's club up in um, Aventura, Surfside, like Surfside, Aventura, Florida. And um, 
it was me and Breezy, me and my dog, the Breeze. We was there, you know, DJing. And we would have celebrities pull up on us, like Dennis Rodman pulled up, Tom Green pulled up. And then and what an T-Pain would fix. <laughs> they like they like strip clubs. They yeah, they, yeah, they yeah. wild different wild motherfuckers. Yeah. Cast Stacks worked there. That's where Cast Stacks worked. Uh, you ever break any of her records? Nasty titties. Nah, nah, nah. She she worked on a different night than mine. I was the industry night. She worked like the weekend, you know, where those kind of nights. I was the industry night. I was like Monday night. Oh but, okay. she was in the shit. <laughs> yeah. I wonder what she's doing. No. <laughs> sucking dick. I'm sure she's living right now. I'm sure she's yeah, sucking up. dick right now. So um so T Pain would always come in and hang in the back and promote his new vote, that pink champagne. Remember that shit? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So like he would come and promote his shit, but like there was one night where I guess he was feeling it and he walked in the booth and he had a big ass chain on that said big ass chain on it. You know, you ever seen that chain? Yeah. Huge fucking chain, a chunk. And then he you was like... You should pull that up, Los. Yeah. I got the picture. So he comes in, you know, in a, in a hoodie. And he goes, hey, what's up, guys? Yo, yo. <laughs> and then we're like, yeah, yeah. Oh, shit. You're T-Pain. Like, it was like a moment like that. Yeah. And then, um, you see it right there? Yeah. Yup. That's what it was. And he was DJ. It looks, my it looks fake. Like it looks photoshopped. <laughs> that looks bigger than what I remember. No homo. <laughs> <laughs> maybe the, maybe it was the first one that he had. But um, he had it on, and then he started DJing with my shit, with my laptop, my my headphones, everything. And then he was like, "Damn, man, hold on for a second. And he oh, takes oh, his man. fucking chain off, yeah, and he gives it to me, and he oh. puts it on my neck, and he, and I'm there with the chain on, and he's like. Hey, I got this record, man. Me and me and DJ Khaled, we 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 dropped this record with Khaled, and he starts naming off these artists. And I was like, "Oh shit, drop it in!" So he was like, "It's on a CD." So he popped it in my in my laptop, and he played it, and he forgot about it. After he broke the record, he left it in my shit. And then me and me and Breezy found out when we was in the, we was like in the home studio, like like um, just going over the night, puffing the L. We're like, "Oh shit, he left it," and we heard it again. We're like. All I do is win, win, win. Oh, wow. And then we just kept playing it after that playing it. And then we we eventually brought it to 90 degrees, which is our weekend spot. And we would like have everybody with their hands up. Oh. And then once it hit on the radio and the video came out, everybody was like, oh shit. Damn. You know, they started like it's a it's a record. It's a, it was a record that got broke, you know what I mean? So Yeah. Yeah. That was dope. That was dope. That's dope. That's crazy. Yeah, I got that picture. I'll send it to you with T Pain. She was funny. You and T Pain and a big ass chain. Your impression was pretty spot on. Yeah. He <laughs> was just like, yeah, is- hey, man, can I DJ on your scent? <laughs> can we? Can you look up like when that record dropped so we can figure out how how long ago this shit was? Just so I can like map print right. it on my head. All I do is win, win, win. Yeah, that shit was big. It still is big. It's one of those records that like, even in Miami you can play with. Like it's a repeat. Like, yeah, dude, especially now that the heat, the hitter no in the final. How hard you try? It's the hitter it's in the made, final. So that's just the big. It's made its name up there with like um, we are the champions, and you know, like yeah. uh, what's that? The House of Pain song and Jump Clear around. My Throat. Yeah, 
all those songs, every single sports. When you hear that going, opening fucking squeal, you always know it's like that song. Yeah. So that song was originally released in 2012, February 8th. Wait, hold on. Uh, yeah, yeah. I got 2012 for that. Cool. So it was probably like 2011 around that time. And I got 2010. Man, Google's acting stupid. Damn. Well, not the no, remix. 20, 20, 2010. February 8th, 2010. That's when that shit was released. Damn, dog. That shit's a while ago. <laughs> yeah, you was heavy in that scene around then. And uh, I was do I was DJing um before COVID. I was DJing at Vegas Cabaret. Shout out to Mike Samuels. Mike Samuels is the guy that put me like on his shoulders. Like he was like Sergio's mentor when it came down to marketing, and then he was the general manager of a bunch of nightclubs. Like all the ones that you named off, it was because mm-hmm. of him. So like it was Cameo, Dream, Space. He was a GM. Yeah. Now Mike Samuels was the guy that plugged the in. I'm curious on a on a regular night at one of those places, for instance, give me five records that you would always go to that were always in like whatever you did. Well, I got my laptop pulled up right now. So shit. Okay, perfect. All right, so in uh Cameo, that would be Cameo, we had a different vibe. It was um of course, we played hip hop. The leader of God, we played hip hop, but we wanted to keep it sexy. We wanted to keep the females. Yeah, so I was yeah. going for my hip hop booty shake, and I'd probably throw on City Girls, Cardi B. Okay. If we, if we was doing it now, you know what I mean? Hot yeah, girls, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, bring it back, Travis Court, it'll be a repeat. If we was at Space, uh, we were going to Hip Hop Lit which is like like the sing-along hip-hops, you know, make the Meek Mills and shit like that. Yep. Throw on Bad and Bougie for sure, Push It by OT Genesis, um, Future and Migos, everything like that. Jay-Z would work. And Dream, I Jay-Z, did... Now or Jay-Z back in the day? Uh, back in the day, like, like Watch the Throne shit. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like um, that was like the last era of Jay-Z where he really had like... Sing along songs. Yeah, I mean we like there's a lot of lot of hip like hip hop. Like Miami's got the, the shit on lock when it comes down to like hip hop DJs. Like yeah, and up uh, New York too as well, of course. Like but like Miami's got like the people from New York come over here to work, and people from over Miami go over there. They want to work over New York. Yeah, you know what I mean. So like. So like we still love like MOP, you know, Jay Z, fucking throwing like, Buster Rhymes and all this shit. Yeah. That's what yeah. Rodimus is thing, my, my the, the DJ you asked me about. Rodimus yeah. was heavy into hip hop. Like he's so he's such a hip hop DJ that he won't even like like I I I don't know what's going on with him now because like the, the COVID really fucked up a lot of us. But like he um like he just when it came to like hip, like like playing in the nightclubs, he he just he won't give up a lower price. He won't change his style up, you know what I mean? And you gotta respect that shit, cause like, hell like, yeah, I, I, I'm thinking about going to DJ weddings now again. And if Carnival opens up, I'll probably do that shit again. But what I really want to do is something that that's just like it's it's my time to do it. You know what I mean? Like like Los, you doing this podcast right now because it's it's your time to do it. This is how you express yourself. Like, so I'm trying to do something different. I'm trying to get into like the festivals right now. There you go. You know what I mean? Like, that's my sound right now. 
It'll probably be a so, little bit a little bit of wait for a, a real festival, but I feel you. Yeah, I mean we got yeah. Like it was, like like EDC like the way like they used to do real festivals. I'm searching where we gonna do that at. It's gonna be some but time. it'll just be that more exciting. Like it'll be the yeah. Me? So now, like when when they do start up again, oh shit, we gotta do it now and then. Yeah, people gonna start riding that train. But I want to get on it like now, now, like. Yeah, you want to be one of the organizers. Yeah, organizers, DJs, whatever, man. I'm I'm just yeah. want to be in the mix. That's what this whole studio is for. Like right now, it's just like that's that's the mode I'm on. You feel me? Like you rap, right? Yeah. So like. Can nobody tell you how to rap, what to rap about? They can give you ideas and bounce off ideas, but what you want to do is how you want to express yourself. You feel me? Absolutely. So like that's 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 the shit. What I mean, like DJ Rodimus only like his thing was hip hop. Like he was very versatile and other shit, but like his shit was hip hop. So like Club Space, he was in charge of the whole hip hop room, and that's kind of like my my education. Like a motherfucker my age at that time, they went to college, they did this. I was in the hip hop room, club space for like four years, just learning. Yeah, from Rodimus, and you was there with me, Los, too. You was out there for a little bit. Yeah, you was. It was real young, but that was yeah. your, your education. Mm-hmm. And like, and like, um, that's the type of vibe I want to find here. You feel me? Just up here. Well, the festivals is definitely the route to go up here because Absolutely. it's like what we do. Yeah. Um, Y'all doing like some shit like like a haunted house vibe? That's the type of shit I'm looking for right now. Oh, uh, I mean everyone got masks already, so yeah, Probably right. Life that, is right? a haunted house. What's that? <laughs> well, if you hear of anything like that popping off, let me know, man. Oh, definitely. I got, I got some demos I've been working on. Ready so, to fucking... a question we always ask people is like, what genre of music's uh, of music influenced you? Like what different genres of music have influenced you and like what do you listen to growing up that's like mold and shaped your ears? Oh man. Um I listened to your first fucking demo tapes. Oh <laughs> shit. Remember? I was like, I was I was I was walking right around New York and I heard your shit, you popped your shit and I was like, yo, this shit is hard, this shit is dope. And that shit made me want to like continue on with the whole hip hop, like oh you know, shit. Okay. keeping him in the game. <laughs> yeah, so I was like, yo, this this is dope, this is dope. And then, you know, the 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 money was calling, so they were like, yo, we want you to do a a Latin. Can you DJ Latin? We need a Latin DJ. So I was very versatile. Uh when I was learning how to DJ on laptops before I was on CDs, a a, a house DJ taught me how to DJ. And using what he taught me, you if you know how to DJ house, you know how to DJ every genre. Yeah. It don't matter what it is. <laughs> it's all about music comp uh, composition. Like, yeah. You know how to count and you know where what goes where and how to and how to line them up, like which is all house. And you, you can apply it to everything. Anything. So using that, you know, um of course hip hop was a very big part of it. Like in the beginning, like I said, like the beats on Eleventh Street, you know, it was a lot of hip hop. And then we moved to South Beach where we opened it up. We, I call it Jiggy, which is like dance music, remixes and shit like that, Latin. But I, when I was in Carnival, we, we, I played like like country music. You know what I mean? I was out in Louisiana and, and like 
fucking Texas, a lot of country, oh, wow. a lot of classic rock. He was and getting down to some Garth Brooks and shit. Just telling you, <laughs> we have a country night. Hey. <laughs> like, I met I met girls that were up in with the fucking cowboy boots, and then I was like, "Yo, the sound about them cowboy boots." That's like, yeah, they like to ride them boots. <laughs> <laughs> it was crazy though. Like, like that's part, I guess another part of my education. Like, because I didn't thought I was be able to play classic rock and like country. Yeah. Even like classical music, we played uh, ballroom music because I was really? up in Italy. I went to Italy and Spain, and then there they wanted me to do ballroom dancing, and I learned like the difference between the foxtrot and the two-step, and then country. Country's another two-step. They call it two-step, but it's a whole other two-step. Step. Yeah, yeah. So like, because they so, like, were like, black people. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, <laughs> it's like, it's, okay. so, yo, so like you can mm-hmm. use that here because i don't know if you notice i don't know where it happens but somewhere in the middle of connecticut and going north it, white people turn southern again yeah it's so weird like once you hit the like the valley and upward for a little bit it's just randomly country again where, where like when like when when jersey's connecting into connecticut now, nah, like oh, if no. you go in like uh, like Seymour, Oxford, Derby, there you go. okay, like the Valley, like kind of Shelton, like they think they're rednecks, but they're not. It's like they're the not shit. No, they they work. They don't work in the field. They no. work. Like, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> they love. They drive pickups. They do drive pickups. They have the fucking oh. decals on them. Yeah, they, the fucking uh, the Confederate flag decals, like assholes. Yeah, they got the red hat. You know, yeah. that don't mean nothing, dog. You, you ain't really a, a white trash unless you smoke meth. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure some of that's around here. <laughs> well, they, uh, yeah, they they um crush ambient. You know, meth. <laughs> oh my god, that's what they're into up here. Because uh, I'm up in Manchester, right? And I like this place. It's dope. It's a small town, straight. Yeah, but like, yeah, I, li- yeah, I live like in the hood. Still. I live sort of like in the hood. So, like, I- I've been seeing, like, oh, I got to spot the crackheads. Like, all right, don't go down. Check <laughs> that way out. Oh, but and shit. You, you grew up down the street from a crack house. Remember Yo, that before- shit? Well, before before we even knew what crack was, we used to call this house down the block from where he grew up at. We called it the crack house. It looked like a haunted, it looked like a haunted house, you know. Yeah. We didn't know nothing about crack. Then why didn't y'all call it the haunted house? For some reason, we called it a crack house. Somebody calls it that, and we just said, "What is crack?" Oh, okay. <laughs> we used to do all kinds of stupid shit on that block. Like one one funny story I remember is that they were across the street from like a, I don't know if it was a school or a church or something. Oh. Yeah, yeah, a and combination they, of the of the both church school. And they would um have a bingo night, and so we would go over to the window, and we would go bingo, and. <laughs> That was that's what we did to to keep ourselves entertained, and they would like eventually come out and chase us in the parking lot because we kept a bunch of white people. Yeah, because who else plays bingo? And black people too. Yeah, but mostly. Yo, you gotta know one thing, Baron, is that 
my parents told me, yo, don't grow up to be like Carlos. <laughs> like, you're gonna you're gonna grow up to be like him. And I'm like, oh, what's wrong with Los? Like, what's wrong with him? <laughs> he just knew how to get to, knew knew how to have a good time. Like they're Hell trying to yeah. keep me out of trouble, but like Los like knows that like yo here you can't be too sheltered. They knew he was gonna you know meet I mean? me and they're like, oh don't don't turn out like that motherfucker. Yeah, straight it was, it was just because I, I I grew up in New York. That's all it was. They thought Jersey was better than New York. And Jersey is not like everybody but New, else thinks New Jersey's track. better than New York, right? Jersey's and New York. Who thinks Jersey's better than New York? People from Jersey. Oh. And yeah. they're all they're New York trash. All of them. <laughs> Jersey. As soon as I get this check, because I'm I'm waiting on some checks right now from, from my job. Yeah, are you working like right now? I hear you punching the fucking keys every three seconds. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, like, organizing my music. Oh, okay. He's paying for this interview, goddammit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, we- the wedding I have to DJ this weekend is strictly country. Oh, that's oh, fun. I mean, I'm playing Hank Williams. They yes. put that on the request list. Man. I know it's strictly country, strictly country, strictly country. So you you ready for that or so you dropping yeah. Cotton Eye Joe at halftime or something? Cotton Eye Joe probably come in when when I play like YMCA and the Cha Cha Slide oh and shit God. like that. That's oh not strictly country though. Everybody loves that. Come on, everybody loves That's that. I don't shit. disagree, but it's not strictly country. It's a wedding. Yeah, that's like wedding vibes. Strictly country. All right, so no, because country country can be known also as just line dances. Period. Like, all right, it's a bit technical, but I'll give it to you. So I want to ask you, what's something you do as a DJ that you feel you do different than others? So, yeah, like, what do you do better than Lowe's? <laughs> no, I was gonna give him an example. Like me, I like to incorporate humor. So when I play those like Cotton Eye Joe songs, there comes a part where I'll play the the chicken song, and then I I cut it off, and I because it irritates people. Yeah, so okay. can you get? Can you pull up that video of Job doing the fucking chicken dance from Arrested Development? <laughs> Give me a second. So, <laughs> so usually, you know, when I play the, there's like ten white people that all clap, 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 clap. Yeah. Everybody else leaves the dance floor, and then oh, I always say, "I always say like, no, nah, I'm just messing with y'all." And then I'll put on like Cupid Shuffle or something that everyone mm-hmm. loves. Oh, so it's like you're pumped. Yeah, <laughs> oh, okay. I want to play. What is it? Um, I want to Rick Roll them, but I feel like nobody even remembers that anymore. Yes, the Rick Roll. Yeah, mm-hmm. you never gonna Rick give roll? you up, Rick Astley. Get that- you off. You, you, you have you heard it. Down. I know you've heard it. Okay, yeah, the Rick Astley song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a light So what's something you do that di- you feel differentiates yourself or makes you better than me? Everybody, <laughs> everybody don't sound like the way I do on the mic. That's number one. No one don't no one can sound like you on the mic, Los. Like no one can sound like that. So like the way I sound on the mic, can nobody sound like that? They probably sound better or worse, but 
that's another that's one thing that I think DJ, every DJ should have on his repertoire is just versatility on the mic. That's what the good thing about being a wedding DJ is that you got to really hone into your mic skills. Besides, like beyond what you play, Man. you got to really, really like have a person. You got to grow a personality, like you said. That's what you do when you get you, you incorporate humor. Oh, life! You've called me a chicken. But that's over now. I have nothing to prove. Michael, I cut you off. Obviously amused. I'm sorry. You're the. But you don't know that. It must be like some north thing, north side thing. No, it's Arrested Development. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> TV show. Right, 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 right. <laughs> All right, so continue. Um, get on the mic. You gotta be versatile. Uh, you gotta mash up. I do a lot of mashups. You gotta show like you're performing. You know what I mean? Like I. I I don't just like sit and play records. Like I perform and then it kind of gets me in trouble in places like weddings and like fucking country clubs where they're like, you know, you don't got to do all that, man. Like just, just play uptown funk and you're good. I'm like, <laughs> I don't want to be, just be good, man. I want to have fun too. Kind of like you, you're like, that's how you have fun with them. Right. So same yeah. shit. Cause it gets boring if you just do the same thing over and over again. Like that's one thing I, I liked about when you DJed is you were like, I don't play the same set every night. Right. 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 Oh, okay. That's another thing. Yeah. Some, some DJs like they, um, they prepare their sets beforehand thinking that it'll help them. And maybe it does help them. Some people probably drink a fucking shot and, they don't remember what the hell they're they're doing, so they use that to guide them. That liquid courage, man. Yeah. So me, I like I organize like kind of like what I'm doing right now. I organize everything, everything. So I'm ready for every kind of situation. Every like, if there's like a group of Chinese girls up in like a cup in the bitch, I'm ready to go for them. Like I'm ready with with knowing what to play. Everybody so, loves kung fu. I was gonna say, what do you play for those Chinese bitches? You gotta look at them. Read the crowd and see how really Chinese they are. Because like, I'm they, Japanese. I think I'm turning Japanese. I really think so. But you, you fucks with K-pop? Some of it. That's just big. It's, oh, it's yeah. dope. I'm not gonna hate on it. I, so I like, have I'll a, probably throw on some of that just to see if they could have fun to that. Yeah, I have a saying. There's no genre of bad music. Just a lot of bad music in every genre. Yeah, yeah. Confucius yeah. say. What's up? That's true, that. Confucius say. <laughs> <laughs> That's true, that, Dom. So if you but see you a Chinese, so yeah, if you see a Chinese chick walk in right now and she's got the pencil skirt on, play what do you play? BTS. <laughs> what do you play yeah, for? Play her? that chicken in China, the Chinese chicken. <laughs> 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 Bare naked ladies. We were talking about them on the other podcast. Yeah, yeah. I was just listening to the other podcast right now. I was, I was vibing out to it while, while we like was eating it. fucking three dollar chickens. And you like that shit? three dollar chicken? Yeah, yeah, it was dope. I'm gonna check it out some more, and I'm gonna fucking yeah. support y'all. Hell yeah, three dollar chickens, bro. That can't be real. That's a pigeon. That's what, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. <laughs> 
Oh, you have to, I don't, that pigeon tastes good. Fuck that. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, everyone is eating pigeon. I love how Mike Tyson had an animated show and his sidekick was a fucking pigeon. Pigeon. Yeah, of course. (laughs) He's my best friend. I love pigeons. Yo, yo, I got to get up and out, bro. But appreciate you having the time. Yeah, no like, doubt. Thank you for showing up. Yo, yeah, so just plug yourself up, real quick. How can people get in contact with you? Just say everybody it. out there listening, check me out on DJIsaacIceCold.com. That shit is still up. I'm still up on uh, Instagram, just DJIsaacIceCold, Facebook, everything like that. I'm up in the north side right now. So in Manchester, just find me on Elm Street. Yeah, I mean, I'm probably gonna start DJing there in a couple couple weeks from now, working some things out. But yeah, Lokes, man, let me know. We are gonna link up. I'll drive over to Kev. where you where you at? Bridgeport, where you at? Bridgeport, yeah. BPT. All right. B Ridge. <laughs> no, BPT. <laughs> What'd you say, BPT? BPT, yeah. You ever heard Bridgeport, big city of dreams? Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> Hell big, yeah. Big city of dreams. For sure, man. Red Brand, you appreciate your time, man. Thank you for coming yeah, out. Thanks for being on, bro. Thank you for being on. Sure. All right. Y'all be easy, man. All right, bro. Like. So, yeah, this is uh, the rapper and the DJ. I'm the DJ. DJ, I'm the motherfucking <laughs> rapper. And you can find me um, everywhere. DJ, like asleep on everything. We got new songs coming out. Yeah. We got songs already out. Yeah, I got a whole project that I'm working on. Uh, 1990 now, um, like halfway through volume one. Tight. Uh, I kind of want to put it out already, but I'm waiting for nine. I want nine tracks, so I want volume one and volume two to be like nine tracks. Because I'm tired of these fucking big ass albums. Ain't nobody listening to a 20 track album. No, 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 no. Nobody's attention span for it. Unless you're legendary, like. Cause, dude, when Pac and Big Pac was the first one to do it, then Big followed, and then <coughs> uh, Wu Tang, Bone Thugs, yeah, and then and then the Duds, and then everyone else. Two disc albums. Everyone else that did it, fucking declined. Yeah, yeah. I feel like the only way I could get away with some shit like that is have like a crazy ass feature on every song. No, I think you're good enough that you could have like a couple tracks. I mean, it's a double album like that. Oh, yeah, no, definitely. That's why Griselda pumps out so much music because you get a verse, you get a verse, you get the hook. Yeah, yeah exactly. done. Yeah, within like 15 minutes, I'm sure they could finish a track by doing that. Yeah, uh, shout yeah. out to fucking. Um, they just signed Boldy James. He's so dope. From uh, from Detroit. He uh, he dropped a project with uh, Alchemist. That's what's up. Yeah, Alchemist dropped the album too. It was just beats, I think. I'm not sure. I haven't listened to it yet. And he did the uh, obviously did the Freddie Gibbs one. Yeah, that album's classic. That's the first yeah. album that I've listened to in a long time that I listened all the way through. Yeah, that show was hard. <laughs>